0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It is our Survivor pod. We love to talk about Survivor from the News on 6. It's the Morning Crew. KOTV, Tulsa,
1: Oklahoma. My name is Alan Crown.
2: I'm Leanne Taylor.
1: I'm Dave Davis. And this is now episode 12. We have two episodes left as of this recording, plus the reunion special at the end. And last night's episode, Thursday, or Wednesday's episode, was Friendly Fire, episode 12. And boy... I think the episode titles have been pretty good. The previous one was This is Extortion, the Tony one, and now Friendly Fire. I think that describes everything I needed to know, especially in that first opening scene. Because
0: you kind of think they're friends, but they're really firing on each other. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they did not get along at all. And You've seen this kind of bubbling up, especially Tony and Sarah. Well, Tony and everybody, but Tony and Sarah, um, my goodness, that – I. At one point, she just says, "If you vote for me, don't ever talk to me again." And she was like being very serious about it. You know? and
2: I was telling Dave this morning. I said, "I'm not quite. I can't quite read Sarah. I love Sarah. She's my, you know, she's my girl pick for sure. But I, I kind of think maybe she's just playing a game here. I mean, she really seems to be." Oh, maybe over responding to all of this because, you know, she's a cop, Tony's a cop. There is that bond, and yeah. but she even makes reference several times in the episode about you know if he was my partner, he would be fired. <laughs> He's gonna be
0: in bad trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's like this has transcended. You know, it's one of these love hate relationship type things. Uh, and and what what's going on with Ben? I mean, he also has kind of the same thing going on with Jeremy you know, that they're not talking with each other. I mean, Jeremy wants to talk, wants to be friends a little bit, try to work this out. Ben is like, I don't want anything to do with it. And uh, I think the, the thread of Ben's personality has really
1: started to show up in this last episode.
2: It sure seems like it.
1: I mean, Ben has angry really the whole episode, in my opinion. I mean, even down to tribal council, just has a scowl. He's not only mad at Tony because he flipped and did this surprise Sophie thing, which that really made Ben mad. But then he hasn't forgot this thing going on with Jeremy. I guess he's still mad that Jeremy walked out. Is that what's going on? Amanda and I were talking about it. Where does this Ben-Jeremy thing? Where did it start? But boy, I think Ben could be really in a pickle if he lets his emotions get to him and takes himself out of the moment of the game. Uh, I don't like the the emotion emotional track that I'm seeing from both Ben and Sarah I think that could really hurt them in a time where they need to be together and know what's going on and totally have a 360 view I don't know yeah we've talked about this a lot how people aren't necessarily
0: aware of their positioning in the game because we have the hindsight of you know of watching it and wrecking it up and watching it all over um, but um, I don't know Ben Ben is in a really I think after the episode that we're going to discuss, he may actually be in a pretty good position, and we'll get into all that in a minute. But uh, I tell you, I, I think I'm with you. I think it goes back to when Jeremy walked out... Uh, I, I think there were some things bubbling even before then, but I think that was the the straw that you know broke the camel's back on that.
2: Well, let's talk about this episode from kind of start to finish because, you know, we always love it. We go back to Tribal. I mean, they finished Tribal, they're going back to camp, and the response, you know, you've got Tony and Sarah, they're at each other, but you also have Tony, you know, trying to bring Ben back in. He's kind of double-crossed Ben on this vote, and he's promising Ben, and, you know, he confesses, hey, man, I've got an idol, and then all of a sudden, that's some karma, as Ben says there was some poop on Tony's arm. Right.
0: <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> a little <laughs> flyby. You, you, <laughs> a little you
2: know, little the middle schooler and me had to right. bring that out of this episode. Yeah. But I, I did thought I did think that was interesting that they were trying. He's trying to say, you know, look, Ben, I'm with you. I'm with you. That was a one time deal. I had to make that move, and now we're back together again. And of course, then Tony launches into his craziness with his spy nest. Yeah.
1: Well, here we go. And in, you gonna play that Zacchae- kid uh, in a tree. Zacchae- you know. <laughs> It, right, right. And Sarah, remember, and then we have the flashbacks, which is helpful for someone like me who was kind of out of Survivor for a while, going back to uh, Kayagan, I think is mm-hmm. how you say it, season right, 28, yeah. where he first does it and it works. And then the other season um, where it does not, and he does like a, he digs himself in a hole. And so I think that was really helpful to go back and just remind people um, hey, guys, this worked once literally this has worked one time and tony keeps going back to the well on this and it really hasn't worked since. i i i don't know i mean is this is this crazy that he's doing it is it good strategy i just feel like it's just a wild idea
0: i don't know but it's fun television to kind of watch and then after at, almost right before the break then they bring in kim Big time. so so it looks like that 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 tony is going to be in trouble because kim is saying Tony and Sarah are problems. She's ready for Tony to go. So she starts to make this move. It's very apparent in the early part of the episode that Tony is going to be targeted. And remember, when we see this at the very beginning of the episode, it never happens. So you know that Tony's going to be targeted, but he's not going home. You can almost guarantee it. The very first one that they're going to target and mention, he doesn't go home. But Kim throws the marker down. And this comes back to bite her later on
2: it definitely does and of course gunning for tony at this point was probably not a good idea for her well let's go to the edge of extinction the one of the challenges you know they're trying to get fire tokens they've got 11 people 11 people on edge of extinction all still trying to play this game a coconut stacking competition you had to go and get 20 of them on the other side of the island one at a time only six out of the 11 are going to win and get these tokens five will get nothing so How it plays out, you know, what kind of pace do you take? Some of these guys and gals are are true athletes. You know, you look at Natalie. She looks like an Ironman triathlete because she is strong and smart. You know, I'm putting my money on her. Rob's kind of throwing out that he's been working out. He sets the pace. Um, And then, of course, he takes a tumble, busts his elbow. And it's interesting to watch. I will tell you, I was shocked that Sophie lasted this. I just figured yes. she to me seems like a softer player. I did not know she would have that kind of stamina, and to stay pretty much step for step with Natalie was a is a pretty big accomplishment.
0: Right, and uh, surpass Tony. Uh, I'm sorry, um, Adam? A- uh, Adam. Well, Everybody of Adam. Adam, were going to go to no, the Adam no, no, route no, 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 right now. No. Oh, um, poor well, there's Wendell, Adam. and there was. Uh, um, I'm not sure Parvady. which way. Good, was in the mix. Danny, gracious. Yes, Danny Tyson. Was- yeah. <laughs> Tyson, and he's like, you know,
1: big time into all this. And so she actually beats Tyson. I mean. Um, that's what he does. I, I, I am just so impressed. Sophie, number one, I think part of it is fresh legs. But remember, I'm even more impressed with Natalie because she's been there from the beginning. She's been on edge of extinction for what? Is it, I mean, 29,
2: 28,
1: tw- 28 days, 28 days at this point. Yeah. How she's able to maintain this level of physicality is exactly why. Leanne, you think she's going to come off Edge of Extinction? She has no off switch, and she apparently has no drain of stamina whatsoever. She looks like she's day one just coming off of the boat to the island. She's ready to roll. Parvity really surprised me, although Al I, you know, we've talked about I think Parvity will come off at of Edge of Extinction, so I, I wasn't shocked by, by Parvity hanging yeah. in there, but I think um, Danny, I really felt like they were setting Danny up for big things, and Danny knew what was going on. She was a runner, right? So she's trying to set her own pace, and she just realized too late, I was too slow. And as runners, you know, I, you realize that sometimes is that I just, I made a mistake. Yeah, they
0: get all those rocks, too. You know, something that we've seen every single time on the island is this, this big emotion. Whatever uh, the circumstance in the episodes, there's some emotion that comes out. And uh, there, was, there was the emotion that came out from Rob. Um, it, it was almost like it's the changing of the guard.
2: Absolutely, you know he's he's always kind of been that rock. He's been kind of the focal point of all of that. Of course, the number Natalie was first. Sophie Yule, Parvati Tyson, Wendell, Rob is doing really well, and then he takes that tumble, hits his elbow, blood's coming out of his arm. You know, and I'm thinking at that point it's like, well, that his part is over. But then to watch him continue on to say, you know, I'm not a quitter. I'm going to keep doing this because this is what, that is what this show, this is what this, this survivor competition, it brings that out of you. Right, yeah.
0: And you can see the emotion in Amber talking about Rock. Oh, so, sure. Watching I mean, your husband yeah, do that? absolutely. So, you know, again, going back to the island, the emotion, before we move on. I still got to feel, I mean, you've got all these tokens now that are showing up on the island. We're getting close to the end. There's got to be something big. Surely it's not just they have an opportunity to buy some food, you know, or or maybe a small advantage. I'm thinking this might, might be a big-time switch in the game uh, that people may not like it, but I, I can't wait to see what they're going to do on how they're going to use this Uh, this uh, finance with the tokens to try to get maybe a player in here
1: really quick Parvati by my count she has nine tokens now so she's killing it Natalie had a ton she gave up some now she's back to five and then Sophie Yule Tyson Wendell each have two by my rough estimate so Mm -hmm. Parvati and Natalie are banking tokens and I'm with you Alan I can't wait to see what happens with them because there's a lot of people who are very rich with fire tokens right now
2: (laughs) so after our last tribal you know an idol gets played or doesn't get played Sophie t- ends up taking her idol back. So so now when that when that idol is no longer part of the game, that means man there's probably one still back in the game. So I love that that is my all-time favorite part of these games because I'm wanting to know who's who's thinking forward and like I've got to get this idol. I've got to go find it. I've got to get out there, you know, whether that's morning before everybody's up whatever that looks like and to know that ben and tony were out looking for it and okay so here's so here's the deal i'm not a big tony fan i i don't like the way he plays but i'm telling you the guy calls people out and says what's on his mind and when it came to that thing with ben ben finds the idol and instinctually wants to hide it because you know the big you don't you don't want to re- reveal all your secrets but ben, but ben doesn't realize like oh my goodness tony's right there and tony's like dude you're gonna try to keep that from me and yeah. then ben's kind of like blah 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 do
0: you notice how tony does it he kind of does it in a way yeah that he's it's not smiling. accusatory i'm on your side he's man kind of what's funny. going on he's kind of laughing a little bit you know so it's not really in your face so it, it seems to be working out for him but it well, yeah, ben,
2: but- ben gets it did you all yeah, pay attention I mean, close enough to watch that Ben lifts Tony and carries him down the path? Oh I, I I don't know if you look away for a second, but that was the very end of that scene. He gets down and he, you know, they they pledge this allegiance and then here's big old Ben carrying tiny Tony down the down the garden path. I laughed.
1: Oh, and I mean, here goes Nick. I mean, with his little basket in the forest looking for it. And you know, I think we give you know, I give Nick a hard time just because he's kind of the guy who's kind of creeping and he's kind of button into conversations, not really making big moves, but at least he's out there. I mean, are you all shocked that Jeremy's not looking for an idol? For the second week in a row, we don't see Jeremy Collins hunting down a hidden idol. I don't understand it. I don't know if they're just not showing him. Why is he not out there overturning every rock to try to get one? I just, two weeks in a row now, I don't understand he's it. He is too confident. I'm he's not just sure not aware, what he's of, doing. His not
0: aware of his positioning. Not aware of his positioning in the game. He's too confident. And Nick is totally aware of his position in the game, and he's going what direction the wind blows. And mm-hmm. that's what Nick is doing
1: right now. So we're talking about now they get back with the idol, and does he blindside Tony? Because at this point, Ben gets it after trying to hide it, and then they have the conversation, and really, this comes later, but what I wrote down in my notes is... Is Ben going to blindside Tony? Because Ben specifically says, I don't trust him anymore. Ben says that about Tony, and it's out there. Now it's out there. We know what Ben's saying on camera to Tony, but we've heard the one-on-one interview, and we know that that trust has been broken. I don't know. Maybe it can be repaired, but at this point, um, he is pulling the wool over Tony's eyes, in my opinion, and saying, yeah, man, we're good. And I do not think they're good at all.
0: No, and and my notes also at, at this particular point is exactly pretty much what I also wrote is now Ben has to make a decision because Tony's all aware of this. Does he go with Tony or does he go with Kim? Does he go with Kim and try to get out Tony and try to figure out something to do? So this is, to me, this is one of those marks in the sand, those lines to where we'll go back maybe two or three episodes from now and kind of look at that. Like one of the big votes, of course, you know, that made the big mark was uh, Denise and Sandra. That's going to be a mark in the line there, a, a watermark. Uh, And I think this is going to be another watermark moment, whether or not they made the right decision whether or not they made the right decision when this happened.
2: Well, you have to add in there the challenge and we'll get to that now as there you know this is a challenge that goes all the way back to season 3. I love bringing that kind of history back to light because if you've watched this many years, you're like this looks really familiar but I can't place it, but to know it went all the way back to season 3 and lasted 6 hours back then, that was a really cool deal. They then adjusted it another time it only went like an hour. They even updated it further for this one. Basically the contestants standing on a perch, they're attached to uh, a water bucket, and they have to now, you know, precariously stand on that perch. Any movement that their of their wrist causes that bucket to drop. And uh, it was interesting to watch how that all, you know, plays out. I'm always looking at height, weight, structure of their bodies. You know, it appeared that the maybe the smaller Shorter people had a little bit of an advantage on this. Um, just obviously because as people started to drop out, the remaining contestants were all kind of the more petite contestants. So I thought that was a real interesting observation. But Ben says right there, you know, so Jeff, are you gonna bring out the you know, the peanut butter and chocolate? You it's like, oh, that works. And, it, and, of course, I'm like, wait, they just started the challenge, dude. What are you doing? And sure enough, you know, 15 minutes in, 15-minute mark, that's all you had to get to for them to bring out the temptation.
1: And we already have three people out by the 15-minute mark. Right. I wanted to pause on this. Are you all surprised at how poorly Sarah's doing in the physical challenges? She continues to drop out. She has not won a physical individual challenge, and she's really – She's not been that competitive. I, I'm shocked. I thought she would be really strong, like you were saying, Leanne. Body type, just her background training. I think uh, I'm it's really strategy. Surprised.
2: I think it's strategy, Dave. I really, really do, because when she played before, that was kind of the same thing until the very end, and then when it when it's needed, she steps up. So
1: she's LeBroning I- it. She's doing the LeBron where she's taking it off in the regular season and then turning it off for the playoffs, turning it on.
2: She's playing the odds that she's
1: in a good position that she's – No
2: reason to put that target on your back right now or to look like a threat.
0: Just going to be right on top of the radar, not under it, not way above it. Um, it Just cause enough of some problems and – try to find those short-term alliances that work because it's no longer long-term alliances. Right. It's always the short-term alliances. So, yeah, in a way, it is a little shocking, and especially this time of the game, you you do want to stay as long as possible because it makes big sense unless you just decide, hey, instead of $2 million, I'll take a chocolate chip cookie and some oh. peanut butter. Which is it what Nick did. It just blew me away that he did this.
2: I said it this morning on our show. I'll say it every single time you are in survivor to play a game if you get cult, get the chance to play in this game you should you need to figure out every part of your psyche that says I'm, I am in this. I am in it to win it. No food's going to get me. No family member's going to get me. Lie, steal, steal cheat, whatever it is, this is my gameplay. And the minute they bring that food out, I'm stunned at how they just seem to to collapse. And now I understand. We're 28, 29 days into this, and I can't even begin to think about what it must be like. You're exhausted physically, emotionally. You're spent and then no food, no good water, no good hygiene. Yeah, but you know, it's not old school
0: survivor. It's new school survivor. They're giving them water. They're giving them rice. I mean, it's not like season one through three where these people, their hair was, was falling, falling out, out because of malnutrition. I, I, I mean, it was totally their, different. Their rice is floating down the socks. river.
2: Their food supply <laughs> because, I mean, they is have disappearing. They have yeah.
0: It's totally different now. So I, I don't know. The, you know. Rule number one, never tell anybody you have an advantage. Never tell anybody that you have an idol. Rule number two, never take the food. Never come off those challenges for the food. Ever, ever, ever. Yep.
1: Do you believe that Nick did it because he was falling and he just... No. He, he, did you, do you believe that story? <laughs> I believe I did. I no. personally did that he just got a token from Tony on the way out because they had already talked about it. In the challenge, and I be- I, I kind of believe that he was falling, but maybe I'm gullible that he was falling, and he just conned a token out of Tony at the end for his pleasure. I, I, I think
0: I, I think he's like, now nope, I'm out. I'm not going to last through this. I'm not going to make it. And I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And, okay, and I'm not a threat he she is going back and forth he's not a threat right now people want to take him because they can win against him
2: yeah I, I was surprised that I think I would have asked for both of Tony's tokens I think Nick could have been smarter at that very second and say hey you know I'm dropping. I want your tokens and then, and see what he did at that point. But I, I was, I was curious to see if Tony was going to get any food. Cause I was like, that's not fair. You know, if, oh, right, yeah. no, You know, just, Tony's like, do yeah. I get it? But anyway, as we, this was one of those challenges where you had a female and a male winner. And of course, Denise rock solid. She is a, she is a competitor. I think that while she is a physical threat, I think, I don't think anybody sees her as a potential winner, um, but she, she could sneak in if she, if, you know, if they're not careful, she takes the, the female necklace and of course, Tony three challenges, three wins in a row. that that's a resume maker.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, it's kind of shocking to me, to be honest with you, that he's won three in a row. And then now, not only has he got three in a row and then he's got, you know, the idol. So. We go back after the break. All right, we have the commercial break. We come yes. back, and there's a seagull that's flying about 100 miles an hour right above the shore and making a little turn. And it's like, oh, we quickly have to make a turn here because what we wanted to do was get out Tony. So now Kim is going to have to come up with something else. They're going to have to figure out some other sort of plan, some other sort of short-term alliance. And the only way this is going to work is is to – to get everybody on board to maybe go after Jeremy.
2: Right, right. And this is that moment where your alliances and your conversations, you have to really weigh what you say, when you say it, and to whom you're speaking. Because you get the wrong player in the mix that wants to go and tattle, that wants to get that information, and boy, they're off and running. And Ben has really been, I'm surprised, from the very beginning. Remember back when he got tongue-tied with Rob telling him, Early on, you know, anything that was happening, he would reveal there is that element that you want to keep close to the vest and ben goes and tells tony and then of course tony's like my name's in there and then tony turns around and i mean this i could not have laughed harder when he confronts nick <laughs> and nick you who i oh, think let me you know, think while you're for crying out, exactly uh, yeah, do you not think, think on, on your feet. feet exactly that was exactly what i told my husband i was like as an attorney you have to bob and weave in the courtroom you have to know at every second what your next word out of your mouth is going to be before it even comes out. And the minute that happened, bless his heart, he was just like, you know, Tony, point, point, blank, did my name come up? No. Well, Ben just told me that it did, and you all were, and then he's like,
0: let me see if I can throw Kim under the bus very quickly. I goes, let me think
1: about that in the middle of the conversation. And his eyes kind
2: of pop up, looking up in the sky, which is, a, you know, I'm lying. But I wrote down, Nick, duh. That's what I wrote Yikes.
0: down. Yeah, yeah. So so ba- basically, Tony with the pressure. For whatever reason, Ben spills the beans and then goes to Nick. Nick is just going to throw Kim under the bus. So now
1: public enemy number one from Tony's standpoint is going to be Kim.
2: Absolutely. And he goes That's to Sarah threat. with
1: it. And he and Sarah seem to be kind of on the same page. Again, I don't really think their bond is as strong. I, I think that Sarah will kind of not trust Tony at this point only in this extreme circumstance where she absolutely has to but she seems to generally agree with the, t- the Kim idea but for some reason Ben is hung up on Jeremy and that reason why he doesn't want to go Kim is what Ben says is he, he says two things one he's an end of game threat he's a jury threat people are going to vote for him and, and well the first thing that he says is actually the physical challenge which we've been talking about that almost every podcast about how fit, as his firefighter, Leanne, he's in your final three, about a firefighter being strong in physical challenges. Ben says, Jeremy's too strong in physical challenges. He's going to get a ton of jury votes. Forget about Kim. Forget about Kim. We need to go for Jeremy. And Ben is a really tough customer to try to convince of this. Yeah. And so,
0: really, that was also another mark, another high-water mark. Could Tony convince Ben to go for Jeremy instead of Kim? Because that's going to change everything in the game, and it did.
2: So now... Michelle has that 50 50 coin correct and the discussion becomes and Dave kind of helped me walk through this because I could not figure out why in the world Michelle would vote for Jeremy but give him the idol yes and or give him the token and you know I this does make sense as Dave and I were talking it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna have to vote with the team correct I'll give this to you on the sly right and that way I'm still looking like I'm the team because if I vote if I vote with you then when I go back to camp, I'm out.
0: I'm exposed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she she played her only play. Other than the fact that she just wasn't going to give it to him at all. But she played her only play that she could at that point. Because if she can survive, with if she, if she can help Jeremy survive, then she has uh, somebody that sh- she can really get close to and maybe they can make a run at the end. You need at least one good partner to get going through the end. But she couldn't uh, be the one that would be out of that mix with mm-hmm. Kim and Denise and and Sarah and, and all of those other people, which it looked like because Ben was so mad at Tony anyway, yeah. and actually, and, but Ben's still mad at Jeremy at the same time. So again, Ben is the one that this all, I think, hinged on, and that's why I also think, I'm ahead of myself, Ben might be the person that the next episode hinges on.
1: I I mean, I think that's that's really valid. And when you're talking about Michelle going back to that as well is that as a 50 50 coin, we got to remember that at the last tribal council, her name was written down twice. So this is not without risk for Michelle to give him this 50 50 coin. I think it was a pretty bold move. I I think it was the right move in the end. Uh, What Jeremy did with it again, we're getting ahead of ourselves is kind of inexplicable. But uh, it was a risky move, and we're seeing risky moves. Kim played a whole risky game. This whole episode, she was risky, and then she got bit. And Michelle took a risk after getting her name written down mm-hmm.
2: twice. No. Like,
1: wow, okay.
2: So at Tribal, that. you know, here we are, ready to, to, to vote. And so as, as our good friend Jeff Probst does, he proceeds to have conversations that really stoke the fire. And you start to see the little eye looks, and the, you know, and the next thing you know, it's just game on, Chaos again. Right. Conversation. In fact, my friend Rhonda, her she and her husband Mel watched the show, and she was like, Mel does not think they should be allowed to talk at Tribal. You know
0: what? Right after that, I thought, I'm going to get the pulse of the Twitter universe. So I Google up. Twitter has a really cool advanced search tool. And so I just, you know, search up Survivor. And read a couple, you would be surprised at the number of folks that do not like that at all and feel the same way that Ron, his husband, feels that it shouldn't be allowed, that you should not be able to do that. And I'm saying, I love it. I think it just adds another layer of, of question and... You know what's going to
1: happen. Oh, it's entertainment.
2: It's just flat out yeah. entertainment. It's very because, intriguing, and I love the fact that the, the they're smart enough to uh, give us the, the verbatim at the bottom. I
1: was just yeah. going to say
0: that. Yeah, that's the open, critical. The open caption finally. Yes. Yeah, because the last couple of times they haven't been doing that. And you
2: can't always. And some of them you don't. Some of them you don't know for sure if that if everything you heard everything. But it does give you a sense of what's happening. I love the jury reacting to things at, that are being said. You know, they're they're watching. That's what's going to be really cool when we do get to this final vote. Because this jury, they're smart. They've played the game. They're millionaires. And they've been watching every element in the tribal. They've watched the chaos. They've watched the backstabbing. They've watched Tony kind of orchestrate things like he did last night. Yeah. So so we know that Tony has an idol. We know that Jeremy walks in with a 50-50 coin. Right. Now does didn't Ben, no, ben, ben hasn't been had idol. his idol. Right. And were those the only 3 that could have been played last night? I think yes. so.
0: I think By so. By my count, yeah. So they do all the talking. They're trying to figure out the votes and to me I think they've already got this down. I think they're just trying to double check that everybody is still on board. Notice Sarah was not really included that much, okay? And she's just kind of sitting there. In fact, Jeff mentions, Mm -hmm. Sarah, you're the only one not standing up. That was a hint. Maybe, Sarah, you should be concerned about this. She's still not concerned about it. They're all moving around, and Jeff gets ready to, to say something. And somebody, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Tony that was leaning over to get ready to talk to Sarah. And Jeff asked Sarah a question and she doesn't pay attention to who's coming to talk to her. And I thought, oh, my goodness. That could, yes. that could hurt you. That could, have,
1: that could have changed the game dramatically. Because he was trying to get a feel for how she felt because as we find out – He's going to try to give her an idol in front of everybody, and she says no. Right, so I right. think he was trying to do that on the down low. And, of course, again, hindsight is 50-50. But looking at how it ended up, he was trying to do that on the download with Sarah. Hey, you feeling good? You feeling good? You need this idol? And then he was forced to just blow, blow it, it in down. front of everybody. Yeah. He had already told Ben and Sarah that he had an idol, so they knew. But now everybody knows that he has an idol. And as we find out, everybody knows that Jeremy has a 50-50 coin. So
2: we go. They vote. Wild. Everybody votes. Then you come back. And and Jeff does his little, you know, if you have an idol, do you want to play it? So we're all, you know, as a viewer, you're you're watching, okay, the reaction. Dun, who's, dun dun Yeah. Who's gonna do what? Tony reaches in his bag, offers it, you know, Sarah, are you feeling okay? Are you feeling okay? And then looks at Jeremy, and Jeremy pulls that coin or pulls the package out. Right. Yeah. Is he gonna play it? Is he not gonna play it? And Tony says to him, Who who did you vote for? And he says, I did what I said I was gonna do. And he said, Well you can play it, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm
0: doing what I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing
2: what I told you I would do. Right, yeah. So I think at that moment, if Jeremy played it and he and Jeremy stayed, Jeremy would lose his trust. Yes. That is a big risk to take, I think, if you're Jeremy because yeah. you're thinking, I need to be here tomorrow to yeah. be able to play again, but I'm going to have to put my trust in somebody. You're talking about taking, you know, two different places. See, so I think Tony and Sarah are teamed up. I think they've been, you know, even though they're not good friends all the time, that's mm-hmm. your that's your ride or die. Right, and, okay. And, yes. and I think Tony has set himself up now for Jeremy, for Jeremy to be correct. his ride and die. Absolutely. And Those are the need three.
1: each other. Right. I think Jeremy and Tony need each other, and yeah. Jeremy 100% realizes that. He has an ally with Michelle, but, you know, how long is she going to be in there? Okay. I think he's really like, I need Tony. Let's remember all of this because that's where Ben comes in next week.
0: So you've got Jeremy that like, you know, okay, I'm not going to play it. And Sarah, no, I don't need it. Sarah actually says, no, that's okay. Right. Wow. That's why I think that all of the talk was just to double check. Everybody was still secure and nobody was flipping. Be honest with me. If you're flipping, tell me now. I think it was all pretty much planned. And it went as it should have gone because of Sarah saying, no, I don't want it. I don't need it. And Jeremy going, I'm going to trust you because this is what the plan was supposed to be, so I don't have to play it. So I actually think that's Tony's work all involved. His little thread is all through this. And I also think that he's in a very good position now. You know, my number one rule is never tell anybody you have an idol until you get to this part of the game especially at Tribal, especially Tony. Now, Tony, everybody knows he has an idol. There's a, there's and he's a, safe. He's a big globe of protection on right. top of him. Right. Unless you can so convince Tony that he is in such a good position in this game and we so don't like Ben that we're all going to turn on Ben to get him out because Ben or Jeremy, but I don't think Tony would go for Jeremy at this point, that is the only way, and at the same time, you have a guy that's won three immunity challenges in a row, he may do four.
2: Real that's quick, right. I just want to mention, did, when Kim got up and went to talk to Jeremy, at that split second, I thought, oh... What is happening? Because I did believe, I bought into Sarah and them all, but, but you know, I thought the plan might have gotten busted up at what, that point because Kim went directly to Jeremy, and then, then of course, Sarah's like, no, we're all good. We're voting. Let's do it. But I thought for that second, I thought, Kim may throw a wrench in all of this, and obviously those players were solid. They knew yep. this, is, this is the only way to play it.
1: And yep. so the votes, let's just go through them, the votes. Here's who voted for Kim. Jeremy, Tony, Sarah, Nick, and... And Ben. And Ben. Ben was convinced. That was my question mark going into it, and right. everybody's question mark, I think, who was really trying to be able to follow what was going on, because it's been confusing. We had a lot of politicking this episode, but if you followed it, Ben was the big question mark. So there's five for Kim, and then the people who voted for Jeremy, more or less expected, Denise, Michelle, and Kim, all voted for Jeremy. And again, uh, Jeremy rejecting, uh, to declining to use the 50-50 coin, so he still has it.
2: So, Alan, I had to ask, Yeah. when Jeremy and the Jeremy-Denise interchange right before the vote, did you catch that?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah. That'll come back to haunt her.
2: I think it will. Time to
1: vote? Right. Says the person with the immunity necklace who is not involved in any of these conversations, who's not involved in any of the the behind-the-scenes stuff, she's the one coming out saying time to vote? It's like, you aren't even involved in our plan. What are you talking about? I'm trying to save my life here. And you, who are sitting pretty, just saying, "Okay, well, let's just get to it." It's—I yeah. didn't like that at all. Yeah. No, I didn't either. I think she bad was move, agitated. I think she
0: was just agitated the whole yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't well, it'll that. be
2: interesting to see how that impacts her gameplay.
0: So, Michelle, interesting here. Do you think Michelle is totally out to lunch right now with what's going on, or do you think she's playing? Uh, her her last moves from a strategy standpoint that the only moves that she could play, because I'm going to tell you this. I think Nick is just playing wherever he can try to survive. If the wind's out of the North, that's the way it's going to be. But I I think Michelle has made some moves here to try to stay in this game. But it looks like to me through this tribal that she was
2: not aware
0: of everything that was happening.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I thought for a second there, you know, when she was voting with the Jeremy thing that's the last conversation she had been involved with. Right. So that meant a lot of things had occurred that she wasn't part of. So that probably, if she goes back to, count, to, try, to, the, to the game and says, you know, hey, you guys left me out on that, I think she would have a, a valid argument with that. I, I agree with Nick. In fact, as we started now, because we are just very close to the end of this podcast and the, and the, uh, and the game itself, I think if I'm sitting there now I'm taking Nick for sure to my final three because I think he's the kind of person that will get you, will guarantee your victory. He has done nothing. He has, you know, flapped in the wind wherever it's blown. And he really is, he's very, he's very, he's not a game. He's not a gamer at all. I think Tony is sitting pretty with his immunity idol, the power he's shown, the resume that he's building. I think he's the guy to beat. Um, I think the Edge of Extinction player, my guess and hope is that that player or players will return next week. You know, what is that going to look like? How are these people, right. you know, the, we know that these individuals, six of them got extra tokens. How is that going to play in it? And then we've got a two-hour episode next week and then the season finale the next. I'm trying to realize, is this, to be, is this going to be a Final Three is it going to be a final 2 or is survivor going to just change it up and Pull make up. our survivor survivor final a completely different number It could
0: be it could be a totally different thing
1: This it, would it, be that season to do it right It would be this season to, to make do. it do, to do yeah. something like that I think Michelle and Nick are slam dunks to take with me to the final 3 You talked about Nick I would absolutely take Michelle as well I think that is your best chance to get votes I just think Tony and Jeremy, and if somehow the Edge of Extinction person who comes back, if they make it back to jury, that's a whole other discussion. That's game over. You cannot allow an Edge of Extinction person to come back next week, because I think they will come back next week, and make it to jury. That cannot happen. That will be game over. I think I'm going to take Nick and Michelle with me if I'm any one of the other players. So who do you think, uh, in our remaining
0: time that we have left, which is not very long, who, who do you think would be uh, pivotal players – In the next episode, the next tribal, because we have Tony, obviously, that's kind of, you know, making things happen quite a bit. You would think, from what happened, from Jeremy trusting Tony, that Jeremy would be an ally to Tony. You would think, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Ben did not look happy at the end of the tribal vote. He did not look happy that he had to do all this.
2: While he voted Kim out... It was a force that he was was forced to
0: do it. It was forced. So what happens if Ben decides, you know what? I'm through with Tony. I'm through with Tony. I had to go with him this last time because for whatever reason, you know, I did that. He knows I've got an idol. He or I've tried to work with him. He's pushing me. I don't want to be pushed. I didn't want to vote Kim out, but I had to do it anyway. And what happens if he can get Jeremy?
2: Yeah, what happens if he can flip Jeremy? I agree. I think that's exactly what I thought. I thought because now we have Tony and Ben with idols, so we know for sure that they're safe. Now that the other element is always the challenge. You know, I always we always say all this stuff, and I'm always surprised how the contestants. Well, let's vote this person. Let's vote this person. Don't say who you're going to vote for till after the challenge, because all of that stuff is going to get blown up. They talked and talked and talked. Tony's our guy. Tony's our guy. Tony wins a challenge. He's not your guy. Right. So so you know Ben and you know Tony have idols. They are they are you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to pick one of those sides.
1: I think Ben is the ki- the pivotal player. I yeah, mean to answer your question. I yep. think he's gonna be the be-all end all because he's the only person, I believe, maybe he and Jeremy, who can convince Tony to keep the idol in his pocket. If he does not win individual immunity to give him a sense of comfort and ease, you're good, man. You're good. You're so good. Play into his winning streak. Tony has a three-episode winning streak where he has been the King Kuba. He has been the be-all, end-all. And to convince him and to lull him into keeping the idol in his pocket, I think the One of the only people who can do that probably at this point is Ben. And also Ben is going to have to work on getting the Edge of Extinction person out when they come back. You cannot let the Edge of Extinction person go any further. And
0: I think Sarah would also have to flip over and to you know stab her brother Tony in the back to make this happen. It'll be
1: fantastic to watch to
0: see if they can do that. And who will be the person that will run it all? Nick, (laughs) Mm, Nick will be the person who will know about the plan and decide at the very end, I'm going to spill the beans because I'm going to be going to the finals.
2: I'm anxious to see what the challenge will be next week. My suspicion, and of course, we'll be able to rewind this and see. My suspicion is it's going to be puzzle some related. This has been physical for the last few weeks. And you've got that's that's a good one for Tony. These puzzles get a little bit more complicated, so I'm suspecting that that will be an advantage for Sarah. That would be an advantage for Natalie if she's back in the game or Parvati if she's back in the game. So, so we'll see.
0: So here's what I'm thinking. If, if, if the players or player comes back from the island, um, there could be some sort of cost token. I don't know. If not, that will be a challenge just with those players, and that will be a very physical challenge. I think that will be physical mental, the great survivor challenge, putting the puzzles together, all that kind of stuff. And then once that player or players in the mix, then the immunity challenge, I still think is going to be one of these that we just got through. It's going to be one of these like, I'm going to hold my hand up and I can't move. I'm going to have to balance on a beam and I can't move. I'm going to have to really look inside and have this stamina because now it is the outlast part. I have to be able to put everything aside and focus on winning and if Jeff pulls out a cookie absolutely no, am I, you know, just
1: going to be focused on what I got to do? Boy, this has been fantastic, guys. Two more episodes left, a two hour next week, and then the season finale is three hours, which includes a reunion show. We have yet to see what that's going to look like with all the virtual physical distancing, so that'll be interesting. But again, next week, it still starts at 7 o'clock Central Time. It'll be the 13th episode of Winners at War. Kind of uncreative title, just the penultimate episode is essentially what it's called, so I can't wait to watch you all.
2: So we look forward to seeing it again next week and joining you right here. Have a great week, everybody.